1: fashion. We were like David when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. 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 So um, we really appreciate it. And we, um, the absence of our dear pastor, and we, we are here. We are told that he's in Ellsbury, and then he just um, Um, Also need prayers where he is Just to accomplish the mission Hallelujah And then he will be back today And then we will meet again on Friday and Saturday And Sunday We're going to have a very long weekend this week. We meet on Friday uh, Saturday Sunday God bless you for that Amen Uh, While we Let's just um, maybe uh, let us bow our heads, uh, thanks musicians, let us pray for the word and pray for the offerings, um, brother Chimeza, step forth my brother, just say a word of prayer for the service, for the weight and the offerings, bless you my precious brother, Amen.
0: Mm. That nor the end. We are such a privileged people Amen. to save that God. Yes. The God that shall not see death. The God that is alive and alive forevermore. Mm. We want to appreciate you, Lord. Now we ask mm. for your perfect love to Amen. be in our hearts, oh God. Yes, Lord. Love to love the unlovable. Yeah. Oh God, and do our best. For we know that the time is no longer. Mm. Father, your children. Have brought forth whatever they had to support the ends of this gospel. They are acknowledging that they've made the Melchizedek yes. because everyone that has made Melchizedek will put his tithe and offerings. So we are also saying, God, we have made that great Melchizedek. That's why we are supporting the ends of this gospel. For this is the true gospel. All other gospels are nothing but humbles, Oh, God, we are having the the revelation of the son of god in our midst we want to thank you lord jesus christ for the pastor that you have gave us mighty god may you be with him we know how difficult it is to be a leader mm. such contradictions about against the leadership we know he can go through tough times thinking about how to lead the people may you strengthen him oh god where he is ministering today, may you be a blessing through him, O God, that the people can hear from thee through him, O God. We are also praying here as we are gathering in this fashion. We want to hear from thee, O God, for we know, Lord Jesus Christ, where your spirit is, there is liberty. Whatever that can hinder your service to go forth, if it be hatred, if it be jealous, if it be any con- uh, contrary thing against this word, may you apply the blood of Jesus Christ upon it so that it will not affect oh. the featherings of your gospel. Oh. May you help us, Lord, to be in love one with another. Yes. Even in this church, may we love one another, oh, oh. God. May this gospel enable that love oh. to one another, oh God. We pray, God, that you will also anoint our Brother that is going to minister to us. Yes, he is ready. He has taken his position. But as a mortal being, he cannot do anything without thee. Amen. Even Lord Jesus Christ, you would say, I cannot do anything unless my father show me. Amen. Um let us turn to our Bibles.
1: Turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 11, I want to read only one verse, and at the same time, turn to Matthew chapter 5, and I want to read three verses there, Now, Acts chapter 11 verse 26. Acts eleven twenty six the Bible says and when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that the whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people, and the disciples were called Christians. First, in Antioch. Okay, quickly. Matthew chapter five, verse fourteen. Bible says, "Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid." Verse fifteen. Neither do men light a candle. And put it under a, a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Amen. Verse 16. That your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. God bless you. you may be seated. <clears throat> the message preached in 1961 September the 3rd. Let your light so shine before men. Paragraph 101. I want to take the title there. So I believe that the Christian is God's billboard. That's what I want to talk about this morning. That we are God's advertisement. We are God billboards. As I believe that each one of us is God billboard. And we don't have to do much carrying on about it. As yes, we do. Just simply live such a life that will make the people hungry to be like you. Amen. Nothing complicated. Consciously. I'm a God spillboard. No, yesterday I was thinking about a little bit. Um, since we spoke last week with the pastor, I had my own message that was prepared. And uh, we went to a wedding yesterday somewhere in Captain Park to the Timutimutana Church. And uh, my notes and everything were there. I had them at home. I was prepared because I knew that I must go to a wedding. Now, all of a sudden, when I was there, I was thinking to myself, as much as I've prepared the sermon, but it doesn't really sink in me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was a little bit concerned. And we came a little bit late, around nine o'clock then I had now to go back to study, and that's where I got this message. And I left all my weekly notes aside. So, I don't know why, but I think sometimes we just have to go a little bit back. It bothers me when I look at us, the believers I know we can understand the seven church ages mm-hmm. we understand the thunders mm-hmm. all the mysteries that are in the message we understand them mm-hmm. but always there is something that bothers my heart it is something that is lacking yes. that is the foundation of the Christianity. People can speak about all these great mysteries. Actually, let me read a quotation here. The message Things That Are to Be, 1965, December the 5th. And I want to read from paragraph 74. Prophet says, he said, that was a, a brother that was talking to the prophet here. You know what you ought to do. He was trying to tell Brother Brenham what to do. He said, People believe you to be a great prophet. He said you ought to be to be teaching these women to get gifts of prophecy and things like that. Great higher things instead of little things. So in other words, this brother he was telling the messenger of the hour that you ought to leave these little things. You ought to be teaching mysteries. Higher things in God. But paragraph 75, the prophet says, and I said, how am I going to teach them algebra when they won't even learn their ABCs? When they won't even do the common thing, see the natural thing. How are you going to tell them high things? When you won't even start, you won't get on top the ladder before you hit the first. Now, that is the problem. That people don't understand their ABCs. And people don't want to follow the nature. Brother Brenham says, even if you don't understand the Bible, but God teaches us natural things. When a child is born, it cannot be born speaking. Child cannot be born walking. It is natural that a child is born. We have to teach him or her how to speak. Teach him, him or her how to talk. But the problem today is that people don't want to go through the process. I was told that Brother Brenham says, so people want to be doctors like Brother Musabi, but they don't want to follow the process of being a doctor. There is a process, and the process is not easy to become a doctor. And people don't want to go through the process. They admire They end the product. They want to see themselves being high there, but they fail to understand the process. So we need to start on the step. One step at a time. People understand these great mysteries, they can't visit each other. They understand the seven thunders. They can't invite each other. They don't love one another. Christ says, the Bible that you read on a daily basis, for a people to see that you are a Christian, it's not how you understand the Bible, how you understand the message of the hour, how you love one another. That is the message of the hour. People don't understand the ABCs. They want to be taught the algebras. There is a problem here. We need to go back to the basics. You cannot go there on top unless you start somewhere
2: else.
1: Hallelujah. I want us to go back there. That is the reason you fall. Because there is no foundation. A child. It's not natural that you can start with grade 5 at school. It's just not going to happen. Even if we love you, we say, ah, this one is a special boy. This one is a special. How much we love you. Actually, we are exposing you. We start you with grade 5. You are going to fail. We are setting up. You are you're just going to fail. Amen. So you have to start where everybody starts. Amen. You learn your ABCs. Amen. Begin at the bottom. Climb right on up as God leads you. Amen. And it's a principle. It's nature. If you want to go to school, You want to go to varsity, you have to start with grade one or grade zero. There is no other way. You have to start there, and at the end of the day, you're going to end up being at varsity. If you want to be whatever that you want to be, so that is the problem. People don't want to start from the scratch. want to see ourselves driving something else. And I see myself staying somewhere in something. It is good. Stay in something in a mansion, that's good. But you have to have a foundation. Because if you don't have a foundation, you are not going to have a character. And from something, you're going to come back. you bypass the nature of God. It's a principle. Now, it says, cope your life and ever follow every bit of the word that God has ordained for you to do. Paragraph 76 says, now think how we should behave ourselves. Act like Christians. Our contact should be like Christians. That is the first thing. Amen. Amen. Bible in Acts chapter eleven, verse twenty-six. The Bible says, when they gathered themselves together, Amen. they had fellowship around the way. Yes. They were breaking bread together. And the Bible says they never went around calling themselves Christians. Amen. People started calling them Christians so they didn't call themselves Christians but they were first called in Antioch by the people that they were Christians because they saw the actions and Christian means to be Christ like they saw the actions they were resembling Christ and it was easy for identification that these people, they live like Christ. It is good for people to understand all these mysteries, but it is also good to understand your ABCs. He says, this is not our home. No, we were just put here temporarily. We've got to go, every one of us, this morning. Whether we like it or not, but this is a temporary. Have to be like Abraham. We are pilgrims and we are strangers here. We are seeking for a city. That is God's billboard. Whose maker is God himself. A message getting in the spirit. 1961, April the 28th. I want to quote from paragraph 47 here. Amen. That's what we have tried to do 2,000 years. And Pentecostal people, we are doing the same thing. Trying to pick him up by the organization. You will never do it. Separating yourself from other Brothers. You've got to come back. You've got to be one. I don't care if the man is wrong. If he's wrong and sincere in his heart, you are right in your belief. You are wrong, acting the way you are acting. I would rather be in his place than be in yours. That's right. Now listen here. Brother Brenham says, I would rather be wrong in my doctrine and right in my heart. I would rather be, my heart should be clean. I would rather be right in my heart than to be right in my doctrine. God will respect it more. That's what he says. So if a man is wrong, help him. He needs help. Love him. If you can't love your enemy the same as you love those who love you, you are no better off than the, public, the publicans. So that is the basic of the message of the hour. No, Brother Brennan says. Ne? He says only the only perfect love will enter there. Amen. We all know this thing. Amen. Now, this is the first law. Yes. Love your God with all your heart. Yes. Amen. You can't love God if you don't love your brother.
2: Amen.
1: You can't love God if you don't love your children, your... Your parents, your wife, your whatsoever. So that's where we need to start. Because we are God's billboard. And we are read right of all men. Not only church people, you go to another church, they need to see those actions. You go to unbelievers, they must see that you are a Christian. Anywhere where you are, you are God's billboard. Amen. We don't hide the billboard. Amen. Let me come to this one now. <clears throat> Let your light so shine the same message. I'm going to read a few quotations here. 1961, I want to start with nine, paragraph 96 here. Brother Brenham was traveling along the road he saw a big billboard. And he says it was a beautiful board and setting in a correct place. Just where, when you turn this corner, you can't keep from seeing the sign. So you cannot create a billboard and put it in a hidden place. Any billboard that you see along the road, it has to be in a public eye, Amen. people don't have to struggle to see it. It's, a, it's meant to be seen by everyone that passes by. Amen. He said, to my surprise, it had one word wrote across it. Hungry. Just hungry. That's all there was. Then I noticed a little bit he let down at the bottom of the board said three miles ahead. Hungry three miles ahead. So he says it wasn't full of other things that were there. It was very simple. Three miles ahead if you are hungry. God in simplicity not complicated. You know, people want to complicate God. And God is very simple. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. It doesn't need you to go to school to understand God. That is why God came down to a simple man. We don't need an education to understand God. It's God in simplicity.
2: Amen.
1: So those words were very simple. If you are hungry, just three miles ahead. Paragraph 104. says, now remember that each one of you from tonight on, remember you are God's billboard. And you are God's advertising agent. The world will look at you to see what Christ is. So we don't want to smear a big lot of stuff on there that testify about things that we are really not. Let's first be that. Then when we be that, then the world will see Christ in you and me in a simplest way. So that's why I say God reveals himself in simplicity. Amen. And he's a simple God. Mm-hmm. Then there is a problem if you want to complicate him. Yes. Yes. A big problem. Because God is very simple. Amen. You know why people miss God? Mm-hmm. When you read the Bible, and the brother of explains these things, he says the problem is that in the beginning, there was a man that wanted a better kingdom than what uh, Michael had. Exactly. That is why people complicate things. Yeah. This man, he, had a, he saw a, a kingdom of God. But in his heart, he had the greatest desire. He, de- he developed a desire in himself. He says, I see this kingdom of God, but I want to build something that will be a better kingdom. He complicated things. That was Satan right back there. He started with what we call a competition spirit. He started right back there. That's what Satan did. He saw God with his kingdom. And he is still doing the same thing. Brother Brennan says, now 6,000 years, where he is trying to establish his own kingdom, the devil. That's why you see people trying by all means, not knowing that they are trying to establish Satan's desire. It's not their desires, but it's the desire that Satan had at the beginning. Yes. But we have to be very simple. Christ was very simple. Adam was very simple. Noah was a very simple man. David was a very simple man. Abraham was a very simple man. Not complicated. But today, my People want to complicate God. A sinner had to be hungry when he sees you, a simple God in you. The first thing that any advertisement, the person has to see it. He says, the first thing that when you think of an advertisement, when you've got a product that you want to advertise, The first thing that comes into your mind, you want to put it into a public where people must be able to see it. That is people that they sell quality. People that are not ashamed of their product. People that are not ashamed of their service. They want to put whatever that they put there, where each and every person will be able to see and read about it. You are God's billboard. Amen. So God is so proud of you that he chose you to be his billboard. Amen. And God doesn't want to hide you. He wants to put you in the public domain to be read of each and every person that is passes through. You always read your Bibles. Bible says one time, God was so proud of the man called Job. Yes. Until he went to the table and said, did you see my son Job there? Yes. God was so proud of this man. Yes. So he is God's billboard. Yes. He was representing God. He was... God when he wants to tell people about any any he wants to testify, then he brought Job in and he says, Did you see my seventh job there? He yes. was God's billboard. Read the Bible. The Bible says they were first called Christians in Antiochia. Simple. Not calling themselves. Then the next thing, they have to want it. Now they have to want what? The product that you are selling. If they see it and don't want it, then that is different. But you haven't put a vain advertisement out there. But if they first have to go to see it, then we've got to make it so attractive to them. It is our duty as Christians to make this gospel so attractive for sinners. Let me come to the brothers. You know, sometimes we talk much about the sisters. Let me come back to the brothers. You know, sometimes brothers want to be more spiritual. Too much spiritual. To such an extent that even at home they are so spiritual. Yeah. Brothers, hey. the Bible there in Genesis wants us to work. Yeah. Yeah. You don't sit there and pray what's going to happen. You pray after praying, you go and look for a
2: job.
1: Yeah. I want you to hear me and hear me very well. We don't go there and say pray for me. We pray for you, you go and look for a job. Yeah. If you ever put a prayer request, you are looking for a job. Me, I'm going personally to phone that. Did you wake up and go and look for a job? Or not? Yeah. Yeah. We make sisters yeah. to suffer. Yeah. That's
2: right.
1: yeah. Spiritualizing things the Lord will provide. You've got a weaker faith, sister. The sister wants to eat. people don't even want to th- just, just when children want to go and have an ice cream you spiritualize that no those are things of the world ice cream brother come on hmm? make this message of the hour so attractive that they sinners us outside there when they see us they need to admire us <laughs> Oh man, I rejected one person who was telling me he says, ah, these people that they say they believe, ah, they are not happy. He says, have you ever seen a drunk person? People that drink, they are always happy. Yes. Is it true? Yes, sir. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that. I don't agree. I disagreed with that. I said no. I mean, God wants us to be happy. Amen. The quotations, Brother Branham says, God created you to be a happy person. Yes. If ever it happens that this gospel doesn't make us happy, then I don't want it, that one. Yes. We have to be happy, man. Yes. We cannot be compared by people that they drink and they say they are happier than us. No ways. We have to make the message of the hour so attractive. Those are sinners, they need to admire us. But not if you say, no ice cream. Oh, They won't admire you, brother. And let me give you a tip, brothers. Uh, Sisters, I'll never say anything about you. These brothers. Brothers, let me give you a tip. You know, sometimes, even those that are working, very nice job. Brothers, when, when you are... There is something that... You know, when you go home, there's no conditions at my house. Me, that's my house. There's no conditions. My house has to be clean. Whether my wife is happy or she's not happy. We'll have to eat whether she's happy or she's not happy. And the same breath with your amen, Brothers, when you make a promise to your wife, When you are angry, then you start saying when you, it's month end. You are angry. It does not work like that. You've got a commitment. You have to do your duties whether you are happy or not. You are a God's billboard. It pains my heart. It really does. It really does. And you, brothers, let me tell you. You know, the quicker way to see that you are not good is when people look at your wife. Yeah. Yeah. You can come up with nice suits here and whatever the case might be. If, brother, your wife looks then we could see there is something very wrong here. Yeah. I will rather come with an old tie and an old jacket. My, my wife look much more better and my children. That's a man. Amen. Talking about men here. That's what we need to do. Amen. It breaks my heart when people say that, that I, this drinking men they are so good. They are good. No problem. When he comes, he's singing, he's giving his children money. They say they are not... But but I'm not sixteen. You haven't done a Man, not Why with those brothers? We can't do that. Ah, hey. hey. oh, brothers, I, hey. me, me, I don't believe it. This gospel must be very attractive. Uh, me, I'll come to the ABCs. If you want, don't want to pass these ABCs, I'll always come back to them. Okay. No, it's fine. But they first have to see. Then we've got to make it so attractive to them. I hope we see that the attractiveness of salvation, what it does to the person.
2: They
1: say, don't preach me a gospel, do what? Exactly. Exactly. And the sinners they like that. They say, oh, stop preaching,
2: brother.
1: Mm, leave me one.
2: You
1: see, leave me one. So it must be so attractive. This gospel, very attractive. We mustn't use it to oppress other people. They must. They must be there. They must be happy. The family must be happy. The family must be happy brothers. They must be very happy. We've got to attract the world to Christ. And the gospel does have an attractiveness. It has it to those who are hungering for God. Blessed are those that do hunger and thirst after righteousness. For they shall be filled. Amen. They are blessed those that do hunger after righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Same message, paragraph 122. What, we ought, what ought we to be today? Where should the church be today? We should be so in such a condition that will cause all the world to be one to be like us. See, it's not me, it's your prophet. We, we should be so conscious to such an extent that even a sinner, even people that they say we don't believe in God, they must say, but, Amen. yet, there is a brother somewhere there is a sister somewhere. Amen. There is a child somewhere. Amen. There is a boy somewhere. Amen. They ought to want to be like us. This message is quality. Amen. And this product is quality. Amen. But it depends about us. How do we take this message to people? But he says it will cause all the world to be one to be like us. Because men go down the street and say, there is a man. I might disagree with him on this religious doctrine, but I tell you one thing, that is a genuine Christian. Ought to be women going down the street, say, she may look old-fashioned. She may not be like the rest of these women you see, but there is one Christian in this town. If there is one, there she goes. Because we are sponsored by Jesus Christ. Back there, the Bible says, These people, they called the children of God Christians for the first time in Antioch. I want this thing to think that they didn't call themselves Christian. But the people, the believers and unbelievers... They call them Christians. Now, Brother Brenham says here, even the unbelieving world, when they see or they talk about Christianity, they need to say, yet we disagree with them. But yet in this town, there is a man. Or there is a woman. That that one is sponsored by Jesus Christ. Knowing very well that our sponsorship is Him. Yes. He's seen 120. Oh, what kind of a person would, should we be if we are His billboards and we are sponsored by Him? Amen. Then in Christ is the one where we get our life yes. and we get our strength yes. and we get all that we have comes from Christ. is yes. our sponsor. Yes. He says, Oh, I'm so thankful for that. Paragraph 135. And when they stoned him, he speaks about Stephen here. He says they stoned him to death, throwed him outside the city, and beat him to death with stones. He was God's billboard. When he was dying, he raised his head to heaven and ask the forgiveness for those who are stoning him the same as Jesus did at the cross. Relax. Here are the people that they accuse this man for something that he has not done. He has been accused, not only accused. He has been stoned and beaten by people the same people that are killing him, he says, Father, forgive them. How many of us can do that? Let's be realistic here. Don't be religious with me. How many people can do that? People let us, let alone just people, people just are talking about you, you can't even forgive them. People that never stoned you, never beaten you, never just, just maybe said something maybe man unintentionally wrong. You can't even forgive them. You can't. But here is Stephen. How far are we to Stephen? How far are we? I mean, we, we have to do introspection. Come to church, go home. That's fine. Come to church, go home and do an introspection. Yes, Stephen, how was it possible? Stoned by people, cursing him, saying all these wrong things about him. Yet says, Father, forgive them.
2: Amen.
1: Yeah. And God sees his little advertisement bought, being taken down. Stephen looked up to heaven and said, Behold, I see heavens open and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and fell asleep in the arms of God. He fell asleep in the arms of God. And then he was an advertisement board for a hungry world. You say, well, how many was there? You said there was maybe 5,000. How many of them got saved? See? That's what people say. Now, he was a God's advertisement. He was God's billboard. He did all these right things. Then what then? He says there was one. He never accepted right then, but years later. Do you know that Brother Brendan speaks about Paul here. He says Paul was amongst the people that killed Stephen. He says right there he saw all these things. He never repented on the spot, but years later he became such a mighty preacher because of the life of Stephen. He says, there was one. He never accepted it right then, but years later, hallelujah, somewhere your influence never dies. Your your influence. And Brother Brenham says, each and every person is influencing somebody somewhere. Whether you know it or not, but somebody... Somewhere is looking at your life. Yes. reading your life, whether you are a believer or an unbeliever. That is why, as a parent, sometimes children know things that you never you are not aware of them. Later in life, they tell you about them. are ah, you? Oh <laughs> You can't. Later in life, because it is a seed that you are planting, somewhere, somehow, somebody is watching you. So he says, and that influence, it doesn't die. Never. It will never die. even if you are dead, but your influence will never die. Ten years later when you are dead, 15, 20 years later, there should be people that still remember that I had a neighbor. I had a colleague. Somewhere, five years down the line, I was working with somebody. I know, even if I had a problem, you will resolve it. You will come up with a solution. You know what the Bible says? Let me tell you, saints. Yes. It says the Bible says, if anyone wants wisdom, let him ask of God. Yes. You know, this message of the hour makes us very smart. Yes. Very smart. Yeah? People think, yeah, we are the smartest people, bunch of people on this earth. But it's not like that. It's just because of the message of the hour. Accept it. You'll see. Just apply the message. Read the message of the hour. You're smart, man. People come and say, hey, brother, I've got this problem. You've got a solution. You give them the solution. Because of the message of the hour don't need a degree, man. Even the people that is got doctorate or whatever the case may be, they come to you with a grade 10. I mean, grade 12. And then they ask you these things and you tell them. That is the message, man. It's, it's attractive to the world. We make it so very attractive. Undermine, undermine yourself when you're in the message of the hour. No, this is so powerful, brother. It's so powerful. I was in the book of James. The Bible says, if you are, you are lacking wisdom, ask of it. Ask it. God will, will give you abundant of wisdom. Anything, anyhow, you want, God will give it to you. Because you are what? You are his billboard. He wants to be proud of you. No, when you want something that you'll make... You you will you will make sure that this thing I make sure I take care of it because you are proud of it. He says, Oh He says now then God seen his little advertisement being taken down and and, 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 and behold He says, okay, there was one. He never accepted it right then, but yes, later, hallelujah, somewhere your influence never dies. There was one held the code, Saul. That young Pharisee standing there consulted and gave witness to his death. But when he saw that advertisement of the power of the resurrected Christ in that little fellow, it never got away from him. That same man, Paul, that one Little fellow, um, that one standing there that morning led tens of thousands of souls to Christ because one man was willing to give his life to be an advertising board for Jesus Christ. One man. He was willing to be a billboard for Christ. Even this morning, he's still looking for those billboards. The young men at school have to be God's billboard. Yes, God will protect you. Yes, sir. As a young girl, God will protect you. Yes, you know, we make ourselves very vulnerable. Yes. We ourselves. Yes. We go out there, we leave God, we go out there, and we've got our own problems there. Yes. And we wonder. But we wonder because we left him somewhere. Amen. We must just go back where he is. Amen. And be God's billboard. God will never shame you. Amen. Never. Right. Right. God will never shame you. Amen. Yes, Lord. He will Never. Paragraph 164. <clears throat> Let me just pass. I will come back to this one. I <clears throat> want to read then the message where I think Pentecost failed. 1955, November the 11th. I want to read paragraph 65. As I often said this, you be salty, the earth will be thirsty. You are the salt of the earth. You just get salty. The earth will get thirsty. You live such in your neighborhood and around your people. The people you know say, there is a real Christian. I will tell you that. If there ever was a Christian, there he is. There he is. That is the way to be. I will rather have that in my heart than all the gifts there is. God has in his Bible. That's right. He says, I would rather have that one to be God's billboard than to have all these gifts. The Bible says most gifts and callings are without repentance. Actually, gifts without a foundation are, are just a, a disaster. But people, instead of crying and looking for the foundations, the ABCs they want the gifts. And you go there, you don't have even a character. In the first place. It's in a man that is in leadership. Even if where you are working is in leadership, it doesn't have a character. It doesn't have any basics of being a man in the first place. It says, though I speak with tongue of men and angels, have no charity, I'm nothing. Though I have wisdom and understanding of all the word of God, mm. all the mysteries, mm. but I'm nothing without love. Amen. Though I have faith to move mountains, it's good to have all these things. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Have wisdom, have faith, but these things without charity, no love governs everything. Amen. It governs the family, It governs the church. It governs your court. It governs everything. Love is the foundation of everything. Even if I've got faith to heal the sick, move mountains, but have not love. The message getting in the spirit. 1961, April the 28th. I want to read about this man also called Elisha. I think you all read about Elisha in the Bible. Because we know that this man was very consistent. The Bible says he he persevered. He wanted the spirit of Elijah upon him. He never gave up. Elijah gave him all the excuses. But this man, he never gave up. The brother of says here, he says, as soon as the school of theology up on top of the mountain, that is in 2 Kings chapter 2, if you want to read it, I think verse 15, the Bible says then, and when the sons of the prophets, which were, were to view at Jericho, saw him, so who? Elisha. They said, The spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. So, in other words, the sons of the prophet, when they saw the Elisha, They managed to be able to see that the deeds that he was, the deeds that were done by Elijah, they are now with Elisha. So they were the people that recognized that this man, the spirit that was upon Elijah, is now with Elisha. The spirit that was with Christ is now with my brother and with my sister. It should be the people that say that. Leave me a sermon. Amen. Let's go to the ABCs. Amen. They saw that and they seen the miracle that he did. Just exactly like Elijah did. The spirit of Elisha, Elijah rests on Elisha. And then we find out then that the people knew that the Spirit of God was upon his prophet. The people. Hallelujah. Message the Church and its condition, nineteen fifty-six. Paragraph twenty-one. Now I want to speak to you this morning on par on a parable. On some way that even the most unchurched person in here will be able to understand. So I say, this message is so simple. Very simple. There's some other time we went to um, what is this prison somewhere in Wheatbank, Paxton. Many years back um, to preach. Now when we Preach for prisoners, Them They didn't know the message. I went with a brother there. Nothing wrong with it. And when we arrived there, I mean, these people, they don't even know what is the message of this. They don't know anything. Then the brother was there talking about seals. Seals for prisoners. They, 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 they never understood even this man, what is he talking about? Those are Mysteries. There are certain things, Brother Brahman. People read the message. Brother Braham, there are certain things. You know Okay, let let me tell you these things. You know, sometimes people don't even can really discern. Yeah, Brother Brahman says there are certain things that I can't preach them out there. I preach them in my own tabernacle. People cannot discern. You go to unbelievers, you go and talk about seven thunders. They, put, they don't understand anything. Amen. That is why Paul says, it does not profit for people if you go and speak with tongues to unbelievers because they don't understand anything. Amen. But you know how people are. Yes, they, look. they want to look as they know. I preach something that they don't understand. He's, no, brother, that is not the purpose. The purpose is not for you to go and confuse people. The purpose is to be simple. Amen. Preach the word the people understand Amen. that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I will preach that day and night. Amen. That Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. The entire brother, Bremen, entire ministry, he was preaching that. He can preach mysteries and everything but always he will try to make sure that the people understand that Christ is still the same today. What does it help, brother, to tell me about Moses? What does it help me to tell me about Elijah? They did their part. Tell me about God that is alive today. I want to see him. Take him out of history and bring him here. Let's see God today. That's what we want. I think that's what the world is hungry of. They've had much of these sermons. They've had more about these sermons, but they want to, they want to see now God in action and say, really, indeed. Yeah. Amen. Now, this brother was, I say, yeah, no. Anyway, was say, ah yeah, no. That's, that's how brothers, they do. They go to these Pentecostal people, they don't understand the seals, they go, they preach the seals there. Ah, hey, brothers, come on. You're going you to be there, no one soul is not going to come. You don't understand what you were saying. I mean, even the message, some people in the message they don't understand the seals. How much more would go out there and talk about seals? Amen. Even Paul says they are food, they are certainly. He says, When I go to the Galatians, I go to the Ephesians, he understands. These other ones, they still be fed with milk. Amen. So I say, look, the principles of life. You don't start people there, you start there. Amen. Now, people do that even in their churches. They teach people all these things. Those people, they have not even repented. They don't understand anything about ABC. They don't even understand anything about church order in the first place. But brother, they will tell you about great things. A church order is a simple thing. They don't know it. Do we still hear church order? No. Can't hear church order. People don't talk about church order anymore. Behind me. They compete about the mysteries. Now, Brother Abraham says, I want to talk to you. Even need an unchurched person that will understand this. Now, we come to change to better ourselves. I want you to understand me very well. We come to change." Not to be better than somebody else. But we come to church to make ourselves better people. Better Christians. Better citizens. Better fathers. Better mothers. Better neighbors. We come because Christ has told us we will come ask anything in his name. There we are, assembled together, as many as two or three. He will be with us, he will grant it to us. So, what could we be any more? Be any better to us today than to know that we are at the church for to better ourselves, to broaden our understanding. How many will say, That's what I'm here for? Let's see. I want a better understanding. We can't have a better understanding unless if we are going to have an understanding of God. Amen. It must come out of God's weight. Amen. For the weight is God. For the weight is what God gave us to feed our hungry souls. And the Holy Spirit was sent to take the weight of God and be fed us by the weight. You see it. The Holy Spirit is sent from God to take the word of God and to give it to us as we have need. Now I'm so glad that God made a provision like that and you, that you'll, he will feed us. We come to church, to be better people. So I say we cannot come here and just live as we are. We have to do an introspection Amen. that I want to be better. Amen. Leave the other person next to you. Yeah. Now when you do something, yeah, when I was still at school, I never, I, mean, I never compete with people. No. Whatever I do, I want to be better than myself. When I did something there, I always say, Lord, let me improve for what I've done yesterday. Not for somebody else that. But me, what I've done yesterday, I want to improve tomorrow. And be a better person. Better than myself yesterday. I don't have a standard with some people. The second coming of the Lord. 1957, April the 17th, paragraph 54. I want to read here. He says, it's later than we think. We don't come to church to occupy a pew or a seat. We do not come to church to hear a good sermon, although it's got its own place. Come to church to hear good music. They all got their place. But what we better come to church to do is check up with God and our soul salvation. For the day of God redemption is near. Amen. That's what we need to be doing here. Coming to church, searching our souls, searching our heart. That we're we still in line with God. So that we can better ourselves and improve ourselves. The message, Hebrews chapter 2, 1957, August, I'm closing here. The 25th morning. Now I want to read here. Paragraph 8 here. Now, the preaching of the word, we enjoy it. But that's not the main thing. That's not... We should not worship the Lord just after we get through preaching the way. We usually do just worship Him. That's wonderful. But we should worship Him every hour of our life. Amen. Should be God's billboards every hour of our own life. Amen. It says here. When we are at work, we should worship him. Every time the opportunity presents itself, worship the Lord by testifying of him. That is the same yesterday, today and forever. You see, some of you ladies see a woman in the wrong, worship the Lord by taking hands, saying, sister, sister, There is a better life than this. Don't condemn. Don't condemn people. Don't judge people. The Bible says whatever that you want people to do for you, do it for them. If you want to be loved, love people. Don't come and complain to us, they don't love me. Who do you love? You must start first loving people. Start respecting people. In time they will respect you. Any other thing that you want it to be done to you, do it first. Let me come back again here. Brothers, God will not bless you. will not. He will not do that. You, are, you see, brothers, sometimes we must give. Amen. Brothers, we must give yeah. unto the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> the brothers that are not giving tithes, I wonder if they are giving their wives. We, we need to double click there. Yeah. Brothers, yeah. We, must give, we must give tithes. Yeah. It doesn't belong to you. Yeah. Which Bible are you reading? Yeah. It belongs to God. Amen. Yeah. The money it belongs to God. Yes. Amen. So we have to give it back to God. God. Why do we expect blessings? Amen. While we are not even giving. Amen. So, whatever that you want, and when God blesses other people, go and ask why. Amen. So I'm giving you a simple solution. Brothers, if it happens that you take the money that doesn't belong to you, how much more about yours? I will tell you. If it happens that the money this doesn't belong to you, you will take it. What much more about yours? To such an extent. And we go to weddings, we go to whatever I heard, brother, What he, saying, hey, and I wonder how many people, brothers, we, we, the church, the lighthouse, we are going to have what we call couples meeting. We want your contribution. It's not for free. It's contribution whatever you have. We've got a youth meeting on Friday. We must do that. Contribution. And we don't say much. But it is, brothers. The one that you want to go and buy something, just do that. God will bless you. That is a simple recipe. If we take the money that doesn't belong to us, we don't give it to God. God says, you rob me. With tithes and offerings. Now what more about yours? Sisters, You see, a brother doesn't give tithes. He's your husband. He's not going to give you very soon. Very soon. He's taking the money that doesn't belong to him. Very soon. He's not going to give. Because that one is his. He's got the right. He doesn't have the right to take the one that doesn't belong to him. Don't allow him. Never, ever allow him. It does not belong to him. I'm sorry, brothers. I'm sorry. I apologize. I I, I apologize. But but that's how you should do. We should worship him. Don't be condemning. May I can't condemn you, brother? You are my brother. I love you all. All of you. I'll always come and very patiently say, brother, man, that's that's what we do. Mm. I'll never... I don't condemn people, but we must do the right thing. I love you, brothers. (laughs) Sister, there is a better life than this. You men at work, when you hear a man using the name of the Lord in vain, get a chance to one side and slip over and take him by the hand and say, you... There is a better life than this. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't use those words and tell him in a meek, gentle way, and all those things, it's a worship. Not arrogantly. You're going to go to hell. No, brother. He's going to tell you, I'm all right, bro. I'll go to hell. You will remain there. It's fine. No, you mustn't. Just go there gently. Speak to the brother. Amen. Hallelujah. Then he says here, and when we see someone sick and the doctor says there is more, no more can be done, we ought to worship the Lord by telling them there is a God of heaven that answers prayer. We are worshiping God by doing that. When there is no hope, this world, there is no hope, we say, and we impend to Loman. This thing we sing it here. We need to tell the world. Uh, don't sing it for us here. God and say, who tells He is the answer of these people. God will provide for them, and God will provide for you anything that you want. Anything." Anything you see, I think the pastor already called some other time. He says, Brother Brim says, You must ask anything, yeah. and God doesn't want you to come and, and just ask little things, mm. ask complicated things, prove Him, Amen. brother. If you go there, you ask a smaller thing, you, you there is nothing, well, it's not a miracle, it's obvious. Mm. Go and test God yes. and testify of Him, I have a testimony that I know Him. When, 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 when Job said that, he says, though the skin worms, that the, the worms will destroy this skin. He says, I know. because my Redeemer, Leaveth. He saw something. Brother Branham says, heaven opened and he saw a vision like Stephen. Amen. You know, God is still, is still the same. I like this message called teaching on um, is it teaching on Moses. Brother when he explained and then he says he says this is a Sunday school and he teaches about Jacob and 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 and, 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 and um, who is that and Amram. And yes, they they prayed to God. And Brother Branham says when God gave them a fast So that is why I say whatever that you pray for, make sure that you give it back back to God. Yes pray for a job, give it back to God. What belongs to God, give it back to God. Now, he says, now, this Amram and Jacobet, that's my favorite message. He says, they prayed, and God gave them a son, and his name was Moses. And they decided that we are going to give back this son back to God. Even if Pharaoh was there with people and destroying all the children. And God protected the little one. And he says now, Abraham, when he was there, he was praying. And he called Miriam. He called Aaron. And then he says, this little Moses, this cute young boy. And then you see him for the last time. But we're going to give him today in the hands of the almighty God. And brother Abraham says, they were crying. They were praying. They were so sincere. That is the problem. We are not so sincere. Brother Graham says we need to pray and keep on praying until we become so sincere in God. Until whatever that you are saying, you start believing it. The problem is that we are asking, but we don't really believe things that we are asking for. Surely we are not believing them. If you believe, you become so sincere. But God has to grant that. Amen. And he says they were so sincere. They were crying and they were praying. And they gave the little cute boy back to God. Amen. And when they were doing that, and they put him in a little ark, yeah. He says, now God in heaven. Yeah. God, he says, heaven were open. And God was there himself. He says, I will go down there. Because I can see my billboard down there. The man that trust me. The man that gave his everything back to me. And he was God's billboard, this man called Amram, And God, it had to move him from heaven to come down here. Amen. And Brother Branham says, while he was there, the crocodiles, he marched in them. Abraham says they, were, they knew the blood of a human being. They were used to, because they were children, that they were killing them and putting them in the Nile River. So these crocodiles, they can feel that there is a blood of a human being. But this one, there was the angel of God. This angel that we were talking about, it, that he's always having his sword. He was protecting little Moses. When the crocodile came close and they saw this great angel, God himself came down. Why can't we do the same today? Make sure that he will come down here. Let's bring him here. The same God. And Brother Brenham says, then it happened that he put in Pharaoh's daughter something that never happened, it happened with Moses. And he took this little boy and God made sure that when uh, the daughter of Pharaoh looked at this young man and then he loved him. That's what God will do with you. When the world, when the people outside there, they will sympathize with you. They will just say, we like him. We don't know why, but we like him. We we just like him, we don't know why. Hmm? That's what God do. Let me give you a little testimony about this God that I'm talking about. Him. He's not dead. When we are there at work some other time. When we have these people, you know sometimes we've got different races as people. And people judge people by race. A lot of people that were there says No, this man called David, I don't understand him. I don't want you guys, we need to sort him out. I need to be sorted out, yeah? Okay, that's fine. And it happened. And I could see that I'm under squeeze now. So, God, but how can that happen? I'm so under pressure until I think. Uh, if you know sometimes we wake I up and our children our children need to appreciate we go through a lot of things as parents. And just because you think that I have got children, I can't give up here. Part of me says, I must give up. I said, No, I cannot. I kept on going. Month after month. And I can see that and I became and people make sure that they squeeze you. They make some you are just there. They don't give you information. They don't tell you anything. And you see everybody is bypassing you. You are just there. You are deemed useless in the organization. Felt very bad. They made sure that they told everybody that don't go to him. You want to make sure that he's useless. Indeed. And I was, and I end up feeling that. But now I... no value in this organization, but I kept on, a month after month, a month after month. I didn't even tell my wife, say so I, because me I don't like negative things. Naturally I just don't like negative. I don't like negative testimonies. I don't want to make my wife crying for me. There is a feeling sorry for me. I don't like sympathetic people. to see People sympathizing about me. That's why even things that happen to me, I just keep quiet. Not that I don't want to tell people. It's just I don't. I don't like this thing that people are so sympathetic to me. You see. So I. I just felt I say I need to keep on going. And I kept on going. And one day God, you see, recently God did something that I said that is this God is very amazing. Yes. I couldn't do anything. Yes. I gave up and God made sure that the same man that was telling everybody, what are about nine hundred people that we are is about these people? The man that he's reporting to went to him because report. That he is the same race with him. But he surprised him. In a way, that man had, he he just thought of me. When he was there, then he told him, he says, hey, I see there is a lot of people sometimes that are coming to me here. I want to start now making sure that not everybody's got an access here. He says, I want you, 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 that you are talking to me, this man. I want you to come and give me a report. Progress, what is happening, I want it from you. The whole project, I want it from you. And he started saying, Yeah, but if I'm committed, and he says, If you are committed, there is another man. His name is David Mpanya. Yes. You must tell him to come here and give me the report. Amen. The same man that was telling people. Now he had to go back yeah. and tell those people. I was there now. Yeah. In my heart of heart, he was telling the same people that he told them. I said, Out of these 900 people, it is only me. That is allowed to go and give a feedback there. And the second person that is allowed is this man. So you must go to this man and tell him what is happening. And so, my can't you see this God? He didn't know about God. Me, I went into the restroom, I raised my hands up. I said, Oh God. If I should have gave up. I couldn't have seen this testimony. You see, if you humble yourself, God will take you. I've seen God. For the rest of my life, I've seen Him. God took me somewhere and He put me where I am. And it's by His grace. And I still see Him on a daily basis. Little things. But God will come to the rescue. But sometimes you need to persevere. It doesn't just come that You have to persevere. So for me, it was God. And I said, oh my God. So God will humble you. And God will protect you. And God, he says, those that humble themselves, God will do what? He will exalt them. And those who exalt themselves, God does what? Yes. Uh-huh. And it's not nice to be humbled by God. Yes. Let us be God's spillboards. Yes. Let us stand on our feet. Yes. May God richly bless you. And it's always an honor, man. And it's a great privilege. And I always appreciate Preach to your church. May God richly bless you. Let's sing a song, brother. After your song, yes. there is a song that I was trying to sing this morning. Yeah. But the family is not with me. That I don't know whether... The the family is not supporting me to sing.
2: <laughs> I <don't>, I, <clears throat> In the light, such a beautiful light. Can't wait that you.
1: from the bottom of our hearts. We want to sincerely, Heavenly Father, offer our gratitude to you. We want to sincerely, Almighty God, praise your name, worship you, Lord, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Heavenly Father, my humble request, I may not be an eloquent speaker, but sincerely, Father, I'm asking, if there are any words that I've uttered, may you take them Father. May you make them right, Father. May you continue to preach the house of your children. I know, Heavenly Father, one day we will stand before Thee. We will account of our deeds, our actions, our sayings, Lord. If there is anyone that misunderstood, Lord, I sincerely it was not the intention, Father. I've got my brothers and my sisters. I love them all, Heavenly Father. And I sincerely pray, Father, that you bless them, Heavenly Father. May you give them strength, Lord. Wisdom to navigate. Time for introspection, Father. That we accept the miracle-working God. Receive God that is still the same today. There is a world that is hungry. They want to see Christ living in us. You chose us to be your billboard, Lord. Oh, Father, bless us once more, Lord. That is my sincere prayer, Heavenly Father. That you bless each and every individual here. Especially after the word, Heavenly Father. I know and I trust you, Lord, that you are a good speaker, Lord. You are good after preacher, Lord. It will take all these words, Heavenly Father, because put them as they are supposed to be. Pray once more, Heavenly Father, if there is anyone that is sick, those that are afflicted, it's my sincere prayer this morning that you heal their bodies, Lord. The devil will not be proud. That is tormenting your children. That is a tormentor, Heavenly Father. If anyone, Heavenly Father, that would like to take you as his personal Savior, my sincere prayer, Heavenly Father, that you unveil yourself, Lord. You reveal yourself in their hearts. And you continue, Heavenly Father, preaching into your hearts, Lord, that this message, it's the truth, Heavenly Father. Bless us all, Almighty God. Let the Holy Spirit descend, Lord. Minister in our hearts. Give us the desire of our hearts, Lord. Let the Spirit come, Heavenly Father. That's my sincere prayer, Lord. Set our hearts, Lord and every individual, Heavenly Father, there is nothing hidden before you, Lord. All of us, Heavenly Father, we can see, Lord, and you know our desires. For us to be able to gather here, Lord, it means there is a desire, Heavenly Father, to worship you, Lord, to be your children, Heavenly Father, to do good, Heavenly Father, to embed our lives, Lord. That is the reason, Heavenly Father. The devil didn't want us to come here, but we managed to come, Lord. It's my prayer, Heavenly Father. It's the first step to show that we are sincere. To show that we are going to the right direction. To show that, Heavenly Father, we love you. Give them accordingly, Heavenly Father. They are your children. You know their needs, Heavenly Father. I can't name them one by one. But you can see their hearts, Lord. They are crying out to you, Lord. The people outside there, they've got their own prophets. They've got their own witch doctors. They've got whatever that they trust in. But this bunch of people, Lord, they only trust in you, heaven. Don't disappoint them, Father. Meet their needs, Lord them come with testimonies that you are the same yesterday, today and forever. I sincerely ask you Lord that you be with them heavenly Father wherever they go. May they claim heavenly Father their blessings. They are abundant heavenly Father. They are galore heavenly Father everything lord bless them once more father bless us even till we reach we meet again at your appointed time i pray and i ask all these things believing in the name of our lord jesus christ and all the church shall agree by saying Amen. Amen. You. Uh, bless you, church. Uh, let's sing that song my wife that I was trying to sing this morning. Are mm-hmm. we say it? It's no god like Jehovah. (laughs) uh, uh, with the lyrics.